how to get through the holiday season. Uh, this is nine tips on how to get through the holiday uh, period with more ease. Okay. Hey, Nico, welcome. You just joined the program. So great to have you here. So like I said, uh, by the end of this session, you're going to have some really, really helpful practical tips on a physical level and on an emotional level. So you're basically more empowered. Okay. Uh, we're also going to do a little bit of a fun exercise together as a group uh, to make you start to dream about a better future. All right. And uh, like I said, by the end of the session, you're going to have some tools that you can put in your tool belt and walk through the season with a little bit more uh, ease and enjoyment. Let's get into it. So we're going to start with some really practical tips first. By the way, you can you can use uh, you can use a pen and paper, and you can write these out. We do have a PDF available for all of your members. Uh, we'll link it at the end and send you an email if that's cool. Number one, don't try to be what you're not. Now, I asked you a question before we went live, just before about you know, are you excited about Christmas and the holiday season, or are you not? And I asked you that question purely just to for you to become honest with yourself right? I don't want you to pretend something that you're not. And it's important throughout this holiday season and any time really to don't try and be what you're not. You know, sometimes we can feel a lot of pressure around certain people and we have to feel like we have to pep ourselves up a little bit. We have to put on a big smile and kind of be really cheesy and greasy and it just doesn't feel right. It's just, it feels yuck, right? The coolest thing you can do is be yourself. Yeah. And you're going to be amazed at what can happen when you adjust you. Uh, you'll be amazed with the conversations you'll have, with the depth that you'll have with people, if you're meeting people, and with the depth with yourself, if you're, again, you're having a quiet time. So, you know, at this time, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be happy and positive. And we need to stop that. All right. Pretend positivity isn't a way of life. Okay. Like I said, if you're tired, you're tired and that's okay. It's been a big year. So if you're feeling overwhelmed and just know tight and it's just tiredness and you don't need to look any deeper into it, you can just be how you are and just take that pressure off. You know, I think, uh, like I said, I think a lot of people will put this glitz and glamour on at this time of season and it just doesn't feel quite right all the time. So I'm giving you the key of permission to be totally you. If you're positive one day and you're a little bit sad the next, that's okay. Is that cool with you? Can you type in the chat cool if you're with me on that? The last thing I want you to do is like be in a straight jacket of pretend positivity and just feel like, oh, you know, you know what it's like when you have to pretend? This is not, not going to work, yeah? So for sure, if you're feeling excited and happy, be excited and happy. Like Ash, general manager here, loves Christmas. Loves it. We'll listen to Christmas songs all day. Probably listens to Christmas songs in her sleep, to be honest. <laughs> right? That's awesome. Because that's who she is. That's what she loves. And that's important. So if you're excited, great. <laughs> Just because I'm saying don't uh, pretend to be positive doesn't mean you uh, don't have to be positive if you're not feeling it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you, I think you understand. Lachelle's like, yeah, very cool. Okay, cool. We've got that. So number one, you've got permission to be yourself. You take the pressure off. 
If you're tired one day, that's okay. I'm going to give you a, a bonus tip at the end, which will will help you feel more empowered uh, on those on those hard days. Now, number two, eat well. This is really important. Uh, so many people overlook this. Where you know it's you know it's the holiday season, so I might sleep in a little bit, and then I'm you know what I feel like just toast with jam on it. And if you know me well enough, you know I don't like toast on jam for breakfast. It doesn't count. I don't count that as breakfast unless you're recovering from like a gut bug or gastro. And jam on white toast can be very, very helpful. <laughs> but day to day, it's something that we don't want to do. All right. Uh, we want to make sure we're eating nutritious whole foods. Okay. So make sure you start the day with a good, healthy breakfast, even if you don't feel like it. And there's a there's a key point there. I know a lot of you don't feel like having a healthy breakfast in the morning. Uh, if that means that you can't stomach like a full breakfast, try something like a healthy whole food smoothie or try something maybe like a half breakfast, right? It might not be a full spread of, you know, eggs and uh, fruit or vegetables or whatever you're going to have. It might be half a serving of what you would uh, typically have for lunch. You know, something's better than nothing. And there's a reason why that we don't want you to be on an empty stomach. Uh, if you think about it like a car, if if you start the morning with no fuel, there's no fuel to use to get through the day. Also, this is going to be great for uh, restoring your blood sugar levels and ensuring that you've got sustained energy throughout the day. Again, if you just had like bread for breakfast, uh, it's just not going to sustain you. And what's going to happen is by the by 11 a.m. in the morning, you're going to want to reach for the candy, the chocolate bars, and all those types of things as well. And so if you start your day with a healthy breakfast, this is less likely to happen. Uh, you're less likely to have these, uh, you know, sugar sugar cravings and crashes, right? Sugar crashes. If you don't have that stuff, you're going to avoid it completely, which is great. So just make sure you're having a balanced meal with quality protein and good carbohydrates. And of course, uh, you can add in good healthy fats like egg yolks, uh, avocado, uh, you know, things of that nature as well, if you prefer. This is an interesting tip that I think, again, I want you to think about this, this holiday season and it's eat desserts and chocolate after lunch, but not not before dinner or after dinner. Okay. Now this is a this is really important. So has anyone anyone ever done this where you you go out for dinner or you know you're having a feast at home and then everyone's like let's have chocolate for dessert and so you have the chocolate and then someone brings a cake over so you have the cheesecake too and then you your button on your top jean kind of pops open and it's like, oh, or you feel like, yeah, just have to pop it open a little bit just for your stomach to breathe. And you just feel so full. It's called a food coma. I don't know if you guys say that overseas, but in Australia, we call it a food coma. And it's like where you're just like, oh man, oh, I don't, I'm so tired from eating. That was so much. Yeah. Not good. And then you don't sleep as well. And so we want to avoid eating uh, lots of sugar and stimulants. Yeah, exactly. Kendra, it is not fun at all. <laughs> and it's like you learn from it and you're like, I'm never doing that again. And then you forget about it. And like six months later, the same thing happens. <laughs> so I'm, okay, I'm, I'm totally all for having your dessert or having your treat, uh, but have it after lunch. And there's two reasons why. 
One, if you have a good healthy lunch first, so you're quite full, you're satiated with good protein, now whole foods, after lunch, you're less likely to binge on, you know, desserts and sweets of, of that nature. But it's totally fine to have that. The good thing is you've got still seven, eight hours until, you know, your bedtime, your natural time that you would go to sleep. And so what we want to do uh, is not have those sweets uh, from, you know, 3, 3 p.m. onwards, basically, because they're kind of classified as stimulants. Yeah. And that's not going to help you. Uh, yeah. And some of you have, like someone said here, I've got Christmas parties a lot, a lot of times over 18, nothing. Cool. It's a choice. No one's, no one's grabbing the cake and putting it down your throat, are they? I hope not. That wouldn't be a cool, cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but uh, that wouldn't be a cool Christmas, Christmas party. Um, so you get to choose what goes in your mouth, right? And this is why uh, this tip is so important. Number two, eat a healthy breakfast because you won't want to eat the sweets later. Uh, number two, eat a healthy lunch and make sure you're getting enough protein in every single meal this will just avoid you wanting to eat over or overeat those desserts in the first place has anyone happened has that ever happened to someone before where you eat so well and you so satiated that you don't even feel like the sweets yeah a lot of you have done that i know you guys who have been in the program for long enough you've gone through all the nutrition stuff and you've actually lived in it feels good so make that your priority if you're someone who really craves sugar your priority needs to be whole foods and protein in every single meal and just watch what happens. Yes, it's a little bit boring. Yes, it's not going to be fun as, and as exciting. And you can still have your chocolate or your cheesecake. It just might not be this big. It might be this big, like a tiny, tiny little sliver. And you can say that, just I'll have a little sliver today, just a little bit. So my mum used to say all the time, just a sliver, just a sliver. Uh, not the whole cake, Toby. I know you want to eat the whole cake. Uh, so does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah. Have dessert after lunch, not after dinner. You will thank me for it. You will thank me for it. And then when, if you do have dessert after dinner, you're going to go, Toby was right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't beat yourself up. <laughs> not a problem. I'm not going to be upset with you. But these are just tips to help you through this. Okay. Um, like I said, uh, you're better off having a good healthy lunch and then dessert after that. You'll find you'll sleep better if you don't have chocolate or heaps of sugar before sleep. Yeah, makes perfect sense, Trish says. Number four, be present and have some fun. You know, and this is going to look different for everyone. Uh, so like I've got some tips here, but I want to get you to write some out too. Like let's start with this. If you can go outside, go outside, play with your pet. Maybe someone else brings their pet over or there's a pet in the house, play with the pet, have some fun, roll around on the grass, have a laugh and just let go and play a little bit. And when we can get out of our heads and into our body and just kind of play, and that's when kind of life happens. And so I'd, I'd love to give you about a minute right now. What are some, what are some kind of things that bring you a little bit of joy that you can do for yourself with people or without people. So there might be some things in your routine. Yeah. So um, Evelyn says our family loves games, um, dancing, singing, laugh more. Kendra says, listen to me. I was just going to listen to music's a great one. Hey, Peter, Hey, Penny time with the kids and the grandkids playing Catan. 
Uh, yeah, games, board games and cards. Uh, Samantha says, walk down the beach is a family tradition. Ride my bike, Sushi says. Snuggles, arts and crafts. Hey, Allison. Solving puzzles with daughter. Christmas karaoke. That sounds super fun, Hannah. <laughs> Christmas karaoke. God, Ash would love that. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. That's cool. Nature. So there might be some little moments throughout the day where you can literally embed this. Be present and have some more fun. Now, being present and fun don't always coincide. So it can be either this or that, right? Um, if you're really craving some solo time, go out in nature, you know, sit out in the in the backyard or, or just say, you know, I'm just taking a little um, break and go and do your thing. It can be really, really replenishing for your energy levels. Number five, really simple one, but super, super helpful. Uh, I'll get to some questions at the end. Rest. Rest when you need to rest. No one really cares what you do in terms of rest. Like you th probably think, oh my God, what are they going to think if I go and rest right now? Like, how am I going to explain myself? Like, what do I do? They're not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. They're probably having alcohol or they're probably having dessert after dinner because they're, you know, they're not on this call and they don't understand uh, this kind of stuff. But one of the things that we can get stuck in our heads about is what are they going to think? What do I say? Sometimes you don't need to say anything. Literally just go check yourself out. They won't even notice. Um, in Australia, there's a thing called smoke bomb where you kind of leave without telling anyone. And so smoke bomb for rest as well. And then just come back after 20 minutes or an hour or whatever you need and come back and it's like nothing ever happened. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kendra says ghosting. Um, you know, whatever it is in your country, uh, you know, just politely take yourself to where you want to go rest and rest. Yeah. Danny's like smoke bomb. Clap, clap, clap. So smoke bomb for rest is totally fine. Um Kim says, my husband is a smoke bomb master. Okay, we can all learn from Kim's husband. He's a good role model, she says. <laughs> yeah, it's super important. So, you know, it's literally just taking yourself to the place that you want to go rest. Uh, if you feel like you want to um, share with everyone, uh, which is probably not necessary, but if you want to tell your husband or your partner or your loved one, hey, I'm just ducking out for a little bit just to recharge. That's it. No explanation. No oversharing. I'm just ducking out to just recharge my batteries. I'll be back later. Helpful? Yeah. Maybe don't say a toilet break, Gail, because they might come to the toilet like, like Gail, how long's it been in there? <laughs> Gail, are you okay in there? It's 20 minutes. <laughs> Um, another tip is, which doesn't work so well at Christmas time, but um, especially during normal daily routine and structure in households, is saying that you've got an appointment. Uh, and the great thing is you can use us as an example, right? So um, let's say you need an hour on your own and you've got kids and it's really tough uh, or teenagers. You can say, hey, I've just got a, an appointment online for the next one hour. So I'm going to be in my room, but please don't interrupt me because, you know, it's my time and I'll be available after then. 
and I've used this with clients over the years and it's been so helpful. It's just like an appointment with your, your doctor, your psychologist. It's an appointment with yourself, really. And so whether you want to say it's an appointment with yourself or it's an appointment, uh, you know, with, with someone online, you know, it's an appointment with CFS Health. You're going to watch some trainings. You're going to do a visualization. You can use one of the many meditations that we have for you. And you can just use that as a reason for self-time. But that will be really, really helpful as well. Uh, but yeah, don't over-explain. That's one of the biggest key points here is just like, hey, I'm going to recharge my batteries. I'll, I'll be back when I'm feeling a bit, bit more up to it. Exactly. Alison said it's an appointment with my bed. There you go. Now, for you guys who said before that you just really, really crave sweets all the time, make sure you're checking your hydration, uh, especially first thing in the morning. Now, there's a reason why is because overnight, your whole body is basically using the water and the fuel that you fed it to replenish itself. And so you might notice that when you go to the bathroom in the morning, uh, your urine is usually more of a yellow color. Uh, but throughout the day, if you're drinking enough water, it'll usually become more clear. And so make sure first thing in the morning that you have two glasses of water, just as a standard kind of uh, rule of thumb, just to get some hydration back in your body. The other thing is you might be mistaking hunger for thirst. Okay. So just make sure you're sipping. Uh, a little tip is to have a water bottle uh, with you just around the house leave it around places just so you're constantly sipping. Uh, if you're someone who really struggles with water, I know I've had lots of clients over the past, um, they set themselves reminders on their phone. So literally uh, put in your calendar, type in um, drink water Patrice right now. And then it pops up on your phone, Patrice drink water right now. Okay, I'm going to get quickly get a drink of water and drink right now. Okay. Um, don't overcomplicate in terms of like how many uh, ounces, just drink water. <laughs> uh, I have two of these straight away in the morning over like 10 minutes maybe. I have it next to my bed. Here's the key tip. If you want to do something, make it as easy as possible to do it, right? So, you know, I always say success leaves clues. Leave success close to you. You want to drink more water? Put it next to your bed. So the night before you go to sleep, Fill it up, put it on your bed, say thank you water, wake up in the morning, what is the first thing you do when you take your eye mask off and your earplugs are out, if that's you, you see the water and you pick it up and you drink. And then you go from dehydrated to hydrated and you're like, oh, I feel much better now. All right. It'll really help you, especially do it before breakfast. You don't want to have the two glasses straight after breakfast. That uh, that wouldn't be so lovely on your digestive system. Uh, so make sure you have the water first thing and then you you can have your breakfast as well. Hey, Martin in the house. Just saw you join. Great to see you. Uh, number seven, don't take on other people's stuff. If you know a particular person who stresses you out uh, or who is kind of, you know, not that fun to be around, you can just keep it light around them and civil. Uh, you know, one of the things rather than like avoiding or hiding, you can kind of just break the ice, but then keep it light. And what I mean by that is like, 
yeah, just be polite and nice, but you don't have to talk to them. You don't have to overshare. You can just like keep it super light and kind of like jokey and it won't be a, 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 as much of a bigger deal as it needs to be. Okay. And another thing with that is kind of just acceptance. You know, I think so much of the time we can just think, oh, that person's this and this person's that and they should be doing this and they shouldn't be doing that. You know, just watch our judgment on that. And what would happen if you just accepted them for who they are? It would carry a little bit less weight, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Ever notice that where you just like, oh, they're not doing this, they're not doing that. And it's out of your control. It's literally out of the circle of your influence completely. <laughs> and you're just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> the whole day is just frustrating and draining. <laughs> and then if you could just stop yourself for five minutes and maybe you take that to the toilet or to the uh, to the rest break or the recharge uh, period for you and you just sit there and go what would it be like if I just accepted this person doesn't really matter anymore does it you know obviously you don't want to accept poor behavior or if it's affecting you personally uh, you want to use, you know, express boundaries. But in this situation, it's just perfectly fine just to uh, accept people for how they are and just notice what happens. Yeah. Lean in, let go and breathe, Kendra says. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just check yourself before you wreck yourself. Sorry. <laughs> that wasn't included in this talk. But <laughs> I think that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah you just you literally yeah check yourself before you wreck yourself you don't want to you don't want to say something or be out of line when it just you could have kept it light you just chill accept that person for who they are even though they might be kind of annoying and just not your type of person it's totally fine kelly george it's a wrap okay it is a wrap i didn't know that check yourself before you wreck yourself okay keep it light i think you got that appreciate your loved ones you know in reflection to that as the the opposite is you know tell your loved ones the things that you appreciate about them and the things that they do well you know i think we can be so focused on ourselves that maybe it's time just to give some love back and look no one's perfect so i'm sure there's things that you're like man, that person could do better at this or that, you know, they weren't so supportive here or they didn't reach out to me on my birthday. Just stop that. And just try and find one thing that you could acknowledge them for and just notice and, and say it. Hey, super random, but I just noticed like you're so good with, with the kids, you know, like in these, in these periods, like you're so good with them. Just watch the responses that you get and the reactions. What? <laughs> I just noticed every time you come around, the fruit platter is just perfect. Like you pick the best strawberries and the best blueberries every single time. I just want to say thank you so much. And just go and just watch their face reaction. Like, really? No, seriously. Thank you. It's beautiful. Like, if I didn't, uh, if I wasn't in the CFS health program, I'd be having the dessert three times after dinner as well. 
but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> That's how good it is. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Just find some things that you can be grateful for and share that. And if you wanted to take a, a notch board, maybe you could write a card. Um, caught up with a friend last night for dinner. She sneakily left a card under my uh, uh, kitchen table, not knowing. And I woke up to it and I thought, that's weird. I didn't remember someone giving me a card. And it was a really beautiful handwritten card. And uh, I think we can all agree we love that. So there's some little uh, little things you could do uh, throughout this holiday season. And, and, you know, for the person that really frustrates you, we were just talking about uh, 0.8 before, uh, 0.7, the, the people that frustrate you. See if you can find one thing that's that they do good. Or at least send them some love. Usually people who are really annoying, they're kind of hurt. They're struggling with something and they're kind of overcompensating in a different way, whether that's drinking too much alcohol, uh, maybe a stressful period going on in their lives, uh, and they're trying to cope. And so, you know, you could say, Oh, you know, hey, Clint, um, like, is everything okay? Or, you know, I love your haircut. Looks really good. It really suits you. Keep it light. Yeah. Tiny, tiny little tips, but just so game changing. Uh, we call them icebreakers, but they're, they're super relaxed and, um, and easy to do. Okay. So recap. Appreciate your loved ones. Everyone with me on that one, just comment the word yep in the chat if you're with me or you, maybe you've got some ideas already. Mm -hmm. Taking the focus off you and onto somebody else is so powerful. Yeah, Evelyn. Yes, Nicholas, exactly. Especially, oh, Nicholas, so great to see you here. You did, I think you just joined like the other day. Um, Super important, especially for caregivers. Yeah. Man, shower people with love. Like shower your loved ones with love and just watch what happens, especially when you've been so focused on yourself lately, which is not a bad thing, uh, but it's important that, you know, other people get acknowledged too. Hey, Jenny. Last one. Give yourself permission to have some down days to relax, to not do too much for a few days, you know, um, stick to what works for you. If that means having a slow morning, if that means sticking to your, uh, you know, your daily routine, you might want to use the daily planner through this period where you're setting an intention. Uh, maybe you have two or three items on your intentions list that you're focused on, you know, uh, maybe it's like a, a journal, a meditation, and some restorative movement, or you might be doing some stretching routine. You might have your set meals. Just keep some things in balance in some in some regularity. And the rest of the time, just, you know, you can have some downtime as well. Yeah. Give yourself permission to do that. Super important. Two things I'm going to share with you, two extra tips. So. Um, that's the nine, but uh, before we go into your next focus, there's two more. Uh, one that is Genevieve brings up, um, which is around boundaries, and the other one is how to express yourself in an empowering way. So when there are uh, family members or people who really grind your gears or, you know, 
and narcissistic by nature. Uh, maybe they try and push your buttons. What you want to do is, first of all, check within yourself and watch your own ideas and thinking and anticipation around this. So rather than just presume that this person's going to annoy you or be rude, uh, so forth, maybe just don't anticipate that happening at all. And just notice what happens without the judgment of like, this person's that, that person's this. And maybe they are, but uh, maybe it's not useful to keep thinking that way. If someone keeps pushing your boundaries beyond what feels appropriate, you can just simply check out, hey, I'm just going to check out of this conversation and walk away. Put yourself in a different environment, if that's in a different room or with different people, if you're in a uh, Christmas setting with lots of people, just remove yourself from that environment, right? There's nothing wrong with that. You don't need to over-explain yourself. You don't need to get in a fight. You can go, you know what? I'm just looking after me. I'm looking after me and I'm going to give myself permission to do that. Of course, we have some really helpful tips in, inside the hub, some videos that you can watch in terms of expressing boundaries appropriately. Uh, but again, you, you don't want to give it, to, you don't want to give these people too much airtime where you get into a dialogue because let's face it, these types of people love dialogue and they love to win. And by you still engaging in that environment with them, they're going to keep going. So the best thing is just take yourself out, out of that environment completely. Right. And if you can't, just simply ignore and don't engage. Eventually, it's just going to get boring for them. They're going to give up. They're going to go somewhere else. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And again, find the people in the room that you really, really want to be with and just hang out with them and just tell them, hey, I came here for you. You know, I don't really love being here with, with everyone, but I just wanted to... I just wanted to be with you, dad. You know, that can be so, so powerful and and let them know and uh, it'll feel really, really good. Yes. Oh, I love this saying. Uh, McNe uh, I think it's McNair says, it's like not putting more fire, uh, more wood on a fire. It will go out. 100%. Yeah. So don't put more fire, uh, more wood on the fire. It eventually will go out. It'll be It'll become boring for them. They'll just leave. They'll be like, ah, can't do this. Like it's, she's not giving me anything. Yeah, and just uh, just allow what happens. Lastly, my bonus, bonus, bonus tip, which I think is probably the most important one. You're all probably thinking, well, Toby, what do I say when someone asks me how I am? You know. If you've been working on your recovery and, and people know about it, uh, you know, maybe you feel judgment. Maybe you think like, oh, what do they think about this chronic fatigue thing or fibromyalgia or whatever it is? And you might feel a lot of uh, anxiety and build up around that because there's judgment and they might be judging you. They might be thinking things of like you're just lazy or, you know, you're just not motivated. All those typical common sayings that people will say who don't understand uh, what you're going through. But here's what I know. You are working on your recovery. True or false? Let us know in the chat. True or false? Are you working on your recovery? Cool. Are you working on your health? True or false? 
Cool. True, 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 true. A million truths. Okay. Uh, can we agree that some days are harder than others and some days are easier than others? Yeah. Okay, cool. This is what you're going to say. When someone goes into your room or wherever you're at, you walk into the house and you're like, oh my God, Sarah, it's so good to see you. How are you going though? Like, are you okay? And you go, yeah. Yeah, I'm working on my recovery. I'm working on improving my health. Some days are easier. Some days are harder. And, you know, I'm moving forwards. How are you? And just breathe. Once you say, how are you? And you just breathe. See what happens. Hmm. How does that feel when I just said that to you compared to, Sarah, Sarah, how are you? Oh, my God. Like, yeah, like some days are good. But like today I feel really horrible. And like I just sometimes I just don't know like how I'm going to feel. And then, you know, no one really understands. And it's... Uh, exhausting and it actually doesn't help you you are going to feel so much more empowered because it's true right what you're doing what i've just stated is very very true and watch how you feel when you say it over and over and over again it works great jake exactly jake's in lifestyle integration jake says that's how i respond every time it works great it's energizing and empowering right Hey, thanks for asking. Yeah, I'm working on my recovery. If you wanted to, you can say I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in this uh, brilliant program called CFS Health. I'm working on my recovery. I'm improving my health. Uh, you know, some days are easier than others. Uh, some days are harder than others. But overall, I'm moving in the right direction. Thanks for asking. How are you going? What's been happening in your life lately? Watch what happens when you start asking people how they are and what's been going on with them. Yeah, you don't have to give fuel to sickness at all because you're talking about you're moving forwards with your health. You could even share your dreams and goals if you wanted to. Maybe you could even share some wins that you've had. You know, I've really stabilized my baseline lately. Uh, I attended this awesome Christmas party. We got to listen to this like famous musician from Australia. It was amazing. How was like how was your work Christmas party? Like what did you do? Like literally, you you have it at your fingertips. Beth Morgan, you don't need to say anything. Uh, the question is, but what uh, but what do you do when you don't have energy to stay more than a few minutes? You can say exactly the same thing. Hey. I'm working on my recovery right now. Uh, my health is my number one priority. And so, uh, you know, I've got to honor uh, where my capacity is at. And sometimes I've got to, um, you know, take some recharge breaks and other times I can engage for a little bit. Yeah, Nicholas, that's helpful. I want you to try the empowering uh, uh, sentence instead. So that's good. Try this and flip it and see the difference it makes on how you feel. This isn't even about them. It's actually about you. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, Beth, you do what you can do. So if it's three minutes or if it's 10 minutes or if it's four hours, it, it doesn't really matter. It's the same for everybody in terms of teaching of what we teach with the framework. Do what's appropriate for you. And you can just simply say that I've got to do what's appropriate for me. Yeah. Super, super helpful. What's the biggest one that stood out for you? Don't write the number, write the actual thing. What's going to be most helpful for you if you actually uh, try one on and take it? Yeah, Kendra, you get to choose. Type it in the chat right now. Don't try and be what you're not. Awesome. Rest. Don't pretend anything. <laughs> Kendra says, I have an appointment. Yep. <laughs> Just don't do it in the toilet. <laughs> Although um, I do know a health coach, Paul Check. I did a workshop with him years ago and he said, um, he said, you know, I met, he's from America. Yeah, he's good. He's a little bit out there, but uh, for some of his stuff's really, really good. And he said, you know, I meditate before every speech I do and I do it. I go to the toilet. I sit on the toilet. If you, whatever you got to do, you got to do it. He was very extreme. Um, but yeah, he used to meditate on the toilet before he'd go on stage and do talks. Um, okay, let's get back into it. Uh, Genevieve Barrel says, I'm going to, the smoke bomb is my new favorite. <laughs> Don't take it on other people's stuff. Um, yeah, so Katrina, use what I just gave you, the empowering sentence. And by the way, guys, if you need a refresher, we have the training inside the hub called How to Express Where You're At in an Empowering Way to family, friends, and members, and loved ones. It's in the all things, all, all things recovery category in family and friends and loved ones section. Literally, it's a seven-minute training that will change your life. You just have to go and do it, though. You can't just sit there and be like, oh, it's so hard. Go and watch the training and just do it, and just watch what happens when you actually do it. Just like Jake said, who's been in lifestyle integration for, I think, Jake's, Jake, you've been here for over a year, you know, this stuff works, but you do have to do it and apply it. And this is your chance to really, really change you, how you are, how you feel. This is a chance for you to do that. Yeah. Yes. Lachelle, watch your life change when you don't need to give permission uh, to be you and you don't have to over-explain. The over-explaining is what totally trips people up. You try this new way on, it's like a, you know, think of it like a new piece of clothing and it's bright and sunny and, and light and easy. You get to breathe again. You get to walk into a room and feel more empowered. You don't have to feel drained every time you see someone. It's a game changer. It's in the all things recovery area in the hub. Hey, let's uh, let's turn it over to you for a second. We're going to take a five-minute breather of learning right now and teaching. And I want you to do thinking for you. So over the next five minutes, what I want you to do is in your journal, uh, I want you to write uh, the question, what are my top three 
aspirations for 2024. And these don't have to be big ones, right? They can be. I know some of you have got some goals and dreams that you're working towards, and that's awesome, whether it's your art or your music or your sport. Uh, so an aspiration is something that we're, we're working towards, a goal that we want to move closer to. Uh, for instance, like one of our lifestyle integration members, Raf, she loves skiing. And uh, she just posted a win recently where she's just booked this whole ski trip for 2024. She's just like, can't wait with her family. And she's someone who could barely do, uh, I think it was like five seconds of exercise when she first joined the program. And like two years later, she's skiing down slopes. So that's an aspiration, right? For you, it might be, you know, starting to do movement again. It might be to reconnect with a loved one. It might be to be stronger and healthier. Uh, we're going to give you five minutes on the clock. I'm going to play some music and I want you to write down what are, what are your top three aspirations? What would you like to happen for you to feel in 2024? And I'm going to give you one bonus tip when you do this. I don't want negative connotations. So you don't write down what you don't want. So the default for some of you, because you haven't been taught this, You'll write down, I don't want to feel this way in 2024. That's not an aspiration. We want an aspiration to be a positive towards momentum and motivation. Yeah, not an away from. So an away from is I want, I don't want this versus I do want this. I want to go over there and have this, right? Um, does that make sense? Just come up the word sense in the chat if you're with me. Yeah. It's a do want statement versus a don't want statement. Amazing. Three, two, and one. Time is on. Have some fun. Dolores is in the house. So good to see you. All right, let's go. What would feel nice? Giving you all of my affections. Can't you see my sacrifice? Directions in the way that I'm growing. Seems to keep me by your side. It's hurts and now it's brought me to my knees. I wish I could shall last before your teeth. Mm. Be clear, be clear about my love. Tell me what I gotta do. Fair enough, and I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be here alone. And I'll stay, I'll stay to keep you warm. The slippery rivers are the ones you got at home, and I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be here alone.
Walked into this room without knowing This is where your love is tied Shadows crawling from each corner Think I'm gonna stay outside It's painful to see you when you're weak And I'm the one that held you here for years mm. Be clear, be clear about our love Tell me what I gotta do if had enough And I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be here alone I'll stay, I'll stay to keep you warm. We'll sit Amazing, keep going. At home, and I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be here alone. So we scream, and we fight again. Times outside, another flower. Maybe we won't make this right. So we scream, and we fight. Begin to lose our sight, know the flower, we won't make this right. Be clear, be clear about our love, tell me what I gotta do if had enough, and I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be here alone. And I'll stay, I'll stay to keep you warm. We'll Does it feel good? Does it feel fun? Does it feel light? I want to make sure that it feels good in your body. Feels aligned. Great. Emotionally great. I love it, Laura. Oh, Susan, stop it. That's exactly what we want. Casey, four's fine. <laughs> we'll allow the extra one. Only because it's Christmas. <laughs> Uh, we'll give you another, another 30 seconds or so, yeah, motivated, great. You know, we're going to help you reach these goals and dreams. You know, uh, I want you to have a really, really nice break. Um, and I want to share with you a little, little tracker that we've got made for you just to kind of help. You keep these healthy habits over the next kind of 15 days or so. And then, you know, next year we get into it. We, we meet back up together on the 8th of January. We have our uh, annual start of year workshop called Set Yourself Up for Success in 2024. And we're going to work on these aspirations together and create a bit of a plan. And uh, it's the very, very starting point. And we do this every year. It's an absolute game changer and super super helpful when i said before does this feel good does this feel good in your body what i basically mean is does it feel does it feel right in your body and you know really the question is does it feel aligned uh heart-centered kendra says so when we set a goal or an intention or an aspiration, if it doesn't feel right in the body, it feels, you kind of feel quite tight in the chest. Maybe your stomach feels a bit like wheezy and you're like, oh, this doesn't feel quite right. And we want to avoid that, right? Like 
that's not really what the body's saying yes to. And so we want to make sure we check in as we're writing these goals or as we're expressing them that it feels right. Uh, can everyone type in the chat, uh, what's one of your aspirations in 2024? Gail, you've already started. I aspire to learn to speak Italian. Now, Ash, I'm going to get you to read them out, actually, while they come in. I'm excited for these. Yes. Well, Samantha says learning the synthesizer. Oh, Carol, what? That's amazing. Yeah, amazing. Carol says getting back to running, do more family family fun activities, find a job that feels more aligned. Yeah. Cooking for others, paddle boarding, strengthening my body, reconnecting with a very joyful friend. Um, Amy, I want to see the music. This sounds fantastic. More art. Go back to uni. I'm reading them all. I see them all. More piano. Uh, can't read all of them out. More music. So many musicians, Toby. Yes. I think, I don't know. I think we might be able to start a band. Yeah. Next Christmas party next year. What do you, what do you who think? Needs a, who needs a professional when we have an orchestra already? I'm definitely playing piano. I'm definitely playing piano. Um, no. Imagine that. I don't know how it's going to be orchestrated online. It could be a little bit messy. No, 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 <laughs> Kelly, you go. No, Toby, Toby, you go. No, Jake, Jake, sing, <laughs> sing it in a second. Like <laughs> It'll certainly be um, entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Uh, getting back into weightlifting, splitboarding. Oh, my gosh. So exciting. Cool. This is exciting, guys. Um, amazing. A couple of things before we wrap up. Oh, here we go. So, by the way, if you don't do music, it's fine. You're like, not everyone's a musician here at CFS Help. We just seem to attract people who are musicians, artists, sports people, academics, scientists, um, horse people. We've got lots of horse lovers and then people who love hiking. Uh, but whatever it is for you, uh, it's that's all that matters, yeah, that... This is all about you and making your, your dreams come true. As I said before, uh, we have a habit tracker for you just for the 14 days over the kind of Christmas period. Um, it's a little bit uh, kind of squarey. I think the new PDF that we've got for you will be updated a little bit, uh, but it's very, very simple. We spoke about a couple of things before about, you know, drinking your two glasses of water every morning, having your healthy breakfast. Maybe you're going to do like a restorative breathing uh, exercise that we have for you inside the hub. Maybe the movement for you might be just going outside, right? It could be, uh, it could be one of Steph's movement mastery programs, like whatever you're doing. And you don't have to do all of these things, but we've just put them here as suggestions to basically give you a little bit of structure through these, this period. Um, down the bottom, we've put uh, elevate your legs against a wall for five minutes. Again, you don't have to do that, but it's a really great way to get the blood flow back to your brain. Um, maybe you've been on your feet all day or maybe you've been like walking around a bit more. Um, so it can be really helpful just to lay down and elevate your legs against a wall. If you are to do that, just make sure that you get up slowly uh, and you sit up against the wall after for a little bit before you stand back up, obviously. And there's some really cool little ones below for the weekly bonus. And that is 
your weekly connection. You know, uh, gratitude to maybe another member who has inspired you, helped you or supported you. Pick one person and show your appreciation. Maybe you'll comment on a post. Maybe you'll give some love uh, inside one of the group chats that you are part of here at CFS Health. You know, it's really, really nice to do that. And in fact, what I want you to do, I'm going to set you a challenge this week while we're still here. This week inside the private group, I want you to pick one person and share your appreciation for them. You don't have to do a post about it, but you'll just go inside the group. Maybe it's on someone's win for the weekly accountability check-ins and you'll simply say, hey, thanks for sharing that. That is so inspiring. Okay, Um, just see what happens. By the way, you guys who have been here for a while understand this, but you will literally make friends for life here and you're going to learn so much from each other when you start interacting and giving and getting. The more you give, the more you get. And so super, super important. Uh, And then weekly act of kindness as well you know this this can be a simple note to a loved one or like we said before that appreciation uh the appreciation to to someone okay now this will be emailed to you guys so don't worry we're going to give this to you that you can print out and you can use and so ideally put this on your fridge or your bedroom and just tick it off each day so day one would literally just look like this you'd zoom in you're going to wake up You're going to lean over. You're going to get that glass of water that Toby said to put on your bedside the night before. You're going to drink it. Mm -hmm. You're going to put it down. You're going to go to your tracker and you're going to tick it. (laughs) Here's the cool thing is when you start doing these ticks, it actually builds momentum. And it's such a powerful tool as you get into it. You've got your daily planner. Again, it's another helpful thing with your daily intentions as you start to tick them off. There is momentum on the board and it is so, so powerful. Uh, Just a quick reminder. We are going to have our annual Christmas party in two days time. You don't have to do anything other than just be yourself and be there. Uh, Kelly Rector, you can totally bring what you're wearing right now. I'm loving that. Uh, You and Ash are like (laughs) two best friends. Uh, You can wear Christmas stuff if you want to. If you don't want to, totally fine. It's not really about Christmas. It's about an end of year get together for us as a team, as as members. And if you've never been here before, um, we bring on a special musician. This year, we have Kyle Leinhart, who's probably like top three, four uh, acoustic guitarist artists here in Australia. So we're very, very lucky to have him come on with us. So it'll be very special for you. And then, like I said, we're going to get together uh, on the 8th of January and really get clear on a pathway and a plan for your aspirations in 2024. Does that sound good? Let us know in the chat if you're with me on this and we're going to do this together. Sarah Faisal, you with me? Yeah, amazing. Susan, we're getting uh, confetti going up and down. Dolores, you good? Great to see you after the game plan session. Uh, That is all as we wrap up. What's one word to describe this session for you now compared to the start of the call to what it is now? What's your one word? 
empowering, grounding, clear, encouraging, inspiring, lighter, Carol says, fun, awesome, plan, hopeful, great. <laughs> Deborah says, thanks, Toby and Mrs. Claus. <laughs> Amazing. Good stuff. All right, guys, big love. Have a fantastic day wherever you are. And uh, like I said, we'll send you this PDF and replay for you and uh, and really, really make the most of it, get the most out of it. Yeah. Big love. And we'll see you soon. Bye for now.